You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back to Lockdown Bulldogs here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at McDonald's. I'm loving it. Daniel and I are not franchise owners, although, I mean, I mean could not could yet be in the future. Who knows? Could be in the I future like we've talked about. I mean, 10 years ago, I didn't think we'd be podcasters. So, you know, 10 years, maybe we got a couple of McDonald's franchises sprinkled around. We'll just they, I'm going to say this politely to us. I don't think anybody has called us podcasters. So no. <laughs> speaking of which, Daniel and I do have a podcast if you're on the audio version on the YouTube channel. We are here, uh, but we're fans first and foremost. We made this podcast because Daniel and I would get on the phone with each other every single Saturday and talk UGA football. And we thought, why don't we just strap some microphones right here into a computer in front of us, record what we talk about and make a podcast about it. So we're here doing that thing. We're fans first and foremost, not gurus, insiders. And if you're a fan, you found the right place. As a matter of fact, uh, dial on into that voice inbox and uh, let us know. We might mm. give a, a couple shout outs to you. Have questions, comments, insight. We might play it on this podcast. Uh, it's in yeah. the notes for the audio as well as the YouTube. You can find it on in there. Uh, but have some fun with, a, with us on this podcast. Don't take ourselves too seriously, nor each other. That's right. For fans, by fans, that's what the pod is all about. So glad that you are here. As Clint said, if you're on the audio, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store or Stitcher Radio or wherever you're finding that, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving us a rating and review. Thanks for telling your friends about that. And then head on over to the YouTube channel if you're on YouTube right now. Locked on Bulldogs uh, on YouTube um uh, we're there as well video every day uh five days a week and so uh subscribe to that channel that is um that's the kindest thing you can do for us at this moment leave us a comment thumbs up all that stuff but we're thousand subscribers by sec championship y'all get there that's right thousand thousand by the sec championship and then we're gonna we're doing a little joint giveaway with the the folks over at dogs dispatch so we'll see that's right we'll see how that goes um go subscribe to that newsletter and the youtube mm-hmm. channel to be eligible for that all right all that is all well and good clint at dogs podcast on twitter lockdown bulldogs at gmail.com that's, that's on button, is is the email uh but it's thursday there you go. none of this none of this conversation means anything what what means something on thursday is that it's time to start getting serious about Saturday. Okay. Oh. We've had some fun times this week. We have. All right. All right. I've been eating, I've been eating you know, just bratwurst all week, just covered in mustard, just slathered in mustard. I've been playing some golf this week. Um I'm trying to think of what else do they throw on the field besides golf balls and mustard. Been drinking a lot, been staying hydrated. So uh, have you have you been gnawing on some gas station chaw and then spitting it everywhere into random bottles? That's not no, not been doing that. So I'm not okay, committed well. to the bit that much. But um, <laughs> now is the time to get serious. It's locks. We're going to give you some uh-huh. predictions for uh, college football games, uh, some games of interest around the country, 
And um, most importantly, we're going to talk about that Georgia-Tennessee game, and that's where we should start. Before we get into that, Clint, may I have 90 seconds? Uh, You're on the clock starting now. The Georgia basketball team uh, won a game on Tuesday, and I asked if I could have 90 seconds. You said yes, and I'm taking it. Georgia basketball team won on Tuesday night, and let me just give you the good. Let me just give you the 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 worst part and the good. The worst part is that it took us ten minutes and forty five seconds of the season to score our first basket from a half court set. Tom Crean might be the worst half court coach in the history of college basketball, and this might be the worst half court offensive team that Georgia has ever seen. It is unimaginable how bad we are from the half court. There are going to be long droughts of scoring. Now, on the positive side, this Georgia team is a better defensive team than we've had in a while. There's a little bit of addition by subtraction with some of the people that we lost on the defensive side of the ball. So what we lost in offense, we might make up for in defense. This FIU team might actually be pretty good, and we won by seven points. I bought the line down to six and a half, and so I cashed in, and that was my time. You're done. You're done. That was it. That was it. Okay. That's all I have to say. You you missed it all. Yeah. <laughs> Did I? Did I? Um, hey, let's get to football now that that is over. I just heard you say Tom Crean might be the worst coach, and after that, I, I didn't understand. It was just the half court. I just heard he's the worst coach is is all I heard. Um, hey, let's talk about football. Let's talk about Tennessee. The line in the game uh, started over at 20. I think it's held steady most places. I don't know if you can get it lower right. than that. Daniel right. bought down that half point, and uh, good on him for that, mm-hmm. for the basketball game. Uh, if you buy down a half point, 19 and a half, I don't know if it's going to do you any good. Uh, Daniel, how do you it, see this game? It might. How do you, it might. Oh, I said I don't know. How do you see this game going um, after all the prognostication this week? Yeah, I... All week, I have been on 42-17 and 38-17 as the two most likely scores in the game. Okay? I I made that. I handicapped that line. I I made that before I looked at any of the game lines. Well, what do you know that Uh 38-17 is a 21-point victory by the Dogs, and the over-under in this game is at 55, and Uh we'll we'll look you there. 38 to 17 happens to be 55 total points. So um, do I feel great about a a side? No, I would lean maybe the over and maybe lean Georgia in that based on my initial prognostications. Didn't feel great about either of them. Now, as we move forward in the week, Mm -hmm. I'm actually starting to shift the way I feel about the total. I'm actually starting the later we get in the week to lean under this number. Yes, sir. And Look, I'm here to tell you that it's because Tennessee is not going to score 17 points. Clint. Look, two, two things. Vegas is telling me something weird with this number, Daniel. Okay? Tell me something very weird. Um, tell me one more time. What's the total? Uh, 55. 56. 55. 56, 55, and 20 is the spread. Yep. Right? Okay. So so 
And how many how many points does Georgia give up on average throughout the season, Daniel? Six, six and a half. Okay, six and a half. Some about these lines don't add up to me the more I put them side by side. Okay. It's 38-17. That's what Vegas thinks the score is going to be, or 37-17. And so uh, you, you take that and – if you don't think Tennessee's going to score seven po- 17 points, you might you might wait. You might bet the Tennessee team total under 17. That might be the best bet of the day. Because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, do you do you know? We're going to get to be- about this maybe tomorrow when we get excited. Don't sleep on. Do you know what percentage of plays Tennessee runs the ball? Daniel runs in the high powered vertical offense mm-hmm. of Hoopo. Sixty two percent of the time they run. Now I. I digress to a little bit of ho- hold the phone. What does Kirby like stopping, Daniel? Explosive plays this. and run. Okay. Now I get it. They're going to be going, going, going. We won't be able to get into our sets, but it doesn't matter. Guys, when we have the horses we have on defense, when Jalen Carter and Trayvon are out there most of the time because they're going to be down there for three downs or we get an incomplete or a run stuff, it's hard to do when you're getting negative plays to get back on the ball really quick and get second and 11 or second and 10 from the sheet. Offensive coordinator says, first and 10, give me four. And then he goes, great, second and six. Well, all of a sudden, he goes second and 10. He goes, oh, shoot. Everything changes in his head, play call-wise. I don't think they get 17. I don't think they get 14. I think they get 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. Um, I think we – I'm nervous about conservative Kirby. I'll be totally honest. I'm nervous. Yep. Okay? So I can't he, take us – He's going to just try to milk that thing. I'm not taking us in the points. Can't do it. But you know one that I can take? Okay. First half point spread is 11. Okay. Ooh, um, you like Georgia minus 11? I love Georgia minus 11 to, to start the half, to get out in the half. I think we're going to come out. We are going to get a couple of scores. I don't think they get up and going. I think their points come later on in the contest. I think they get a late fourth quarter touchdown, just like everybody's tried, but mm. they're going to poke one through. But I don't think they're going to score theirs. I think we're going to be consistent enough. I, I actually think this defense, Tennessee defense, is worse than Missouri's defense, to be totally honest with you. I think they're undisciplined. I don't think they play good. very well. They're not good. Give me my first lock is Georgia first half minus 11 is what I'm giving to you people. Yeah, I'm locking up the minus 20. I'm locking it up for the full game. I love I, the later we get in the week, the more I love it. And you said it, Clint. We might talk more about this tomorrow. We've not really had a chance. You know, when we, we've had these guests on. It's been great to get some perspective from them about this game. You and I have not really had a chance to give our thoughts on this game. But we've been talking all week about this tempo, Clint. It's tempo, tempo, tempo. Sure. 75 plays, 80 plays a game, sure. 60, 60% run, Clint. 65% run. Clint, you can't run the ball on Georgia. Hey, you can't run the ball on Georgia. I don't care who you are. I don't care put, who you Put are. whatever formation, put in personnel, I don't care. Listen, you can't run tempo if you don't get first downs. Do you understand? We don't get tired when you don't get first downs. So I don't, I'm not worried about the tempo in this game. I, I think Kirby's going to try to stretch that thing out. That's why the over under makes me a little nervous. Might we score a lot? Yes. Might we not score a lot? Correct. But, but the minus 20, I think, 
Georgia's getting 35 points in this game. Okay? So, that's there's your 20 right there. Okay? So, they get four, 13, 14 points. 10, 13, 14, whatever. That's your 20 right there. And so, uh, give me UGA minus 20. You're taking the first half minus 11. Those are our first two locks of the week. We got more that we're going to talk about, and we will get to right after this. But first, what are you about to find folks over at McDonald's? And McDonald's is not just tasty fast food done right. It is a community center for most people. It's been part of the community for several, several decades. McDonald's does things right. Whether it's after a Little League uh, baseball game, whether it's after flag football, whether it's have any community event, if you're doing uh, going there to study late at night, by the way, gosh, I just... What is late at night anymore? Does that like ten thirty to people? Is that late for y'all? Because it's that's I don't it it's it's late to me. Like to be up. Um, you get endless fries, endless McFlurries, reliable Wi-Fi, whatever it is that you are going there for. You're going there because McDonald's is a, is part of the community, not just good food. Um, Daniel and I have been there several times. Give me some chicken nuggets. Uh, give me those fries, those tasty, delicious fries. Don't get me started on the documentary one more time. I'll one day that will be the ad read. I'll just do the whole documentary of of how those fries taste. Uh, head over to McDonald's right now. I'm loving it. All right, uh, Clint. How many how many locks you got for the people today? We've each given out one. We got one. Yep. Um, I have after the Georgia. I have one, two. Three, four, five, five, five to go. Well, you better start because I may only have three or four. Just depends okay. on how I'm feeling as we go. Why don't you start? And then if we run out of games to cover, we might just, I might just throw out some games. We might just give some feels at the end Ooh. of the pod. We'll see. We'll see how far we get. Cause there's some okay. interesting games this weekend. Okay. Um, I'm going to go straight when, when teams suck. Daniel, when teams have no talent, when teams have nothing to go, you go on on streaks, on hot streaks, okay? You go on emotional tide of teams. Missouri got demolished by us, just cracked in half. Okay. Drinkovitz had no clue what he was doing out there. Tried everything, demoralizing to try for that fourth quarter touchdown against third stringers and not be able to get in. South Carolina, on the other hand, all up in their feels, all up in their feels. A lot of confidence. Got a got a walk on or a transfer quarterback. They're trying their sixteenth quarterback of the year over there. Shane Beamer is hugging people that he thinks are his wife that aren't his wife. Just just so excited. Just anybody, everybody, come on in. Let's just, um, let's just hope it's not Dan Mullen's wife. Well, let's, for the record. Easy on his wife on the on the Dan Mullen wife talk. Okay, yes. I simply <laughs> say what I see. So if you can't handle Dan Mullen's wife literally forcing young men to kiss her, then that's on you, not on me, Florida fan. It's, um, it's South Carolina yacht involved. That, okay, I can't. I can't even. Um, South Carolina is a pick'em against Missouri. Daniel, yep. these, on these the are road. not talented team. I, I get that it's on the road, so it's actually a two-and-a-half, three-point favorite for Missouri. Missouri's not a better team. They're just not a better team. They don't have their quarterback. That kid can't hack it. Give me South Carolina in this game, Daniel. Hoo-wee. Listen, I don't have a lock in this game, but let me just say for the record, thoughts and prayers to anyone who has to watch this football game. <laughs> Because I will not this, be watching it. This is 
unwatchable. Um, absolute, absolute abomination. Right. Let me go here uh, to the big new nooner. <laughs> yes, I'm going to take you to the big noon nooner. Uh, I don't even know if this is the big new nooner. I think it's actually the ABC game. It at, has to be at, the big new nooner just by the team headlines. It has to be whether it is or yeah. not. I'm going. I'm going Michigan, Penn State. Um, Michigan, obviously, top ten team in the country, ranked ahead of Michigan State by the College Football Playoff Committee. Clint, I say again, Michigan, who two weeks ago lost to Michigan State and has the now the same record as Michigan State mm-hmm. with a head-to-head loss mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Michigan is ranked ahead of Michigan State. These are the things that we're supposed to just accept and say, I guess these people know what they're doing. They were put on the committee, after all, so surely they know. Um, listen, Penn State has looked bad, okay? Real bad. That Illinois game, quite possibly one of the ugliest games I've ever watched in my entire life. Went to 74 overtimes, and the final score was under 20. Uh, but I think Penn State last week, or two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago, against Ohio State? I think they've started to figure some things out. I think they're starting to round into form a little bit. This game's at home for them. I know it's not yes, a night game in Happy is. Valley, but it is a big noon nooner in Happy Valley. Oh, wait, just, it is, in fact, a noon game. Just so you know, it is it is the big new nooner, but I think it's on ABC. It's not on Fox. Oh. That's what I'm saying. It's not oh, the okay, gotcha. new noon. I gotcha. Uh, I don't trust Michigan's offense in big games. That's that's it. That's the end of the tweet. I don't trust Michigan's offense in big games. So give me uh, Penn State plus one. Can I get a point? point I think I can get a point, point, point and a half. Give me yep. Penn State plus one and a half. Uh, at home against Michigan. Uh, I don't hate that pick at all. Look, uh, Pac-12, Big Ten. These are the two conferences that are an abomination and um, shouldn't be shouldn't be watched. You can bet on them, but shouldn't be watched. Okay, it's not don't good football. No. Um, hey, we're gonna come back we're after this. We just talked about Missouri, South Carolina. Just to be clear, which is we just took the 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 lower. Garbage can, the the film that's left in after you take the garbage bag out, compared to the upper crust of their conference, and they're and, they're equal. And I wouldn't say they're equal, um, but also Missouri and South Carolina are not the worst teams in the SEC East. So just okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we're gonna come back to this right after Daniel tells you about Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. They're the place to go to place all these wagers. If you want to bet Georgia Moneyline, if you want to bet Georgia minus 20, if you want to bet Georgia minus 11 first half, all these types of wagers you can get uh, at BetOnline.ag. Go there right now, enter the promo code Locked On, and you'll get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That is free money with which to bet uh, on all of these games. We've got more that we're going to give out. We are making you money all season long. On these picks. And if you go to betonline.ag right now, you can get in on the action. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to take you to a game of much interest. There are, I think, two games 
of playoff implication. Okay. Well, I mean, technically Maybe. speaking, all the top six teams have playoff. I understand, but I'm so talking chaos playoff yeah. implication. Maybe three. Okay. There are three games that have chaos implications. I'm betting on two of them. Okay. Ooh. Two of the chaos makers. Is it a chaos bet? Is it what? Always bet on chaos. Is it a chaos bet? You're betting on chaos? chaos? I am betting on chaos, Daniel. I'm I betting on chaos. These bets. I support these. Um, Baylor Bears, how'd they look last week? Good or bad? Uh, bad. Bad. They didn't look particularly great. They eked out. Um, they, they, they didn't look superb on offense nor defense. And yet, another team that hasn't looked superb on offense or defense is the Oklahoma Sooner. Okay. Here we go. Now, this game is at noon. This might be the big noon nooner officially. This is the uh, actual big noon nooner. Um, Baylor is on site at this game. That's not a joke. He no. actually works for Fox, and he will be on site wearing a necktie that has got just like a knot. It's just <laughs> takes up the whole the whole region. How come Brady Quinn looks like some uh, prom cut out at Men's Warehouse in 1995? How come he just looks like the cardboard cut out for your prom tux in 1995? Golly. Dawson's okay. Creek called and said, you're cast. <laughs> okay, sorry. Right. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, not a good football team. I'm not scared of them at all. They don't have offense. They don't have defense. Caleb is their offense, and he has to do some some magician type stuff to win. Five yeah. and a half points is the spread, and Baylor's getting five and a half. I am banking on chaos and Baylor making this game. I think Baylor is hungry. I think they didn't look good last week because they were looking ahead to this game, Daniel. That is how I think it was going. Give me Baylor plus five and a half. Well, I did not lock this up. So I feel good that I don't have to fight you. But I I was strong lean towards Oklahoma here. So I will be interested in this game. I I do think Oklahoma is a substantially better team than Baylor. But I do not trust Oklahoma enough to lock them up. And so I uh, always cheer for chaos. Uh, I'm going to take you to a team that righted the ship a bit last week. I'm going to go back to the SEC, and I'm going to go back to our old friend Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman been on a bit of a skid as of late, uh, but last week picked up a picked up a win against Mississippi State, a ranked Mississippi State team, by the way, last week. Um, uh, Arkansas picks up a win against Mississippi State, gets things back on track, and now Arkansas has got LSU on the schedule. This week. Now, LSU, is that a team that is playing above uh, their previous season uh, outlook? Absolutely. LSU, at, at early in the season, you would have thought LSU is not going to win two more games for the rest nope. of the year. Nope. And now all of a sudden they come out, they, they beat Florida, which turns out, that's not that great of a win. So didn't really need that didn't really help. But then last week against Alabama, played really well, hung in there. The defense looked good. The offense, um uh, geez. I love Mark Richt so much 
then I'm not going to say what the LSU offense looked like because that's the man's nephew out there. So I'm not trying to say anything about it. It's bad. He's it's he's bad. It's bad. I think Sam Pittman and the Arkansas team continue to roll here, and it's less than a field goal. So give me Arkansas minus two and a half. Uh, Death Valley doesn't scare me because LSU fans have quit on the season, just like LSU players have quit on the season. And so give me Arkansas minus two and a half uh, going to LSU this weekend. I think the Hogs continue to roll. Um, a team that was good early on in the season, I think has hit some potholes, growth pains, if you will, as this program, I actually like this program, I think it's heading in the right direction. It's Boston College. Boston College is starting to make some foundational plays. They're a good program. They had some success early on. Um, they've they've kind of just hit neutral throughout the season. They're not making big splashes, but I'll tell you what, Georgia Tech is not good, Daniel. Old Geoff is, we thought, we thought Geoff was going to surprise some folks this year. Um, yeah, I did. I did. I was wrong. To begin the season, we thought the quarterback play was going to be elusive and athletic. The defense had come along just enough. Um, but Boston College is catching two points against Georgia Tech. Catching two points, plus two for BC. And How? I, I, that's what I mean. What? Like I just... I look at some lines and this line of two isn't the two and a half or it's not the three. It's not that field goal range. It's two. Um, Georgia Tech just isn't a good football team. They get boat raced in a lot of these games, not just like crushed, boat raced. Uh, And Boston College is good enough to keep things going. So give me Boston College plus two. Um, uh, I'm going to take you to um, out to the ocean, Clint. Out to the old the South Carolina, the old South Carolina Ocean. No, we're gonna go. Oh, we're talking about the okay. to clears for a moment. The, the fighting chickens, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers are um, hosting Georgia State. Now, okay, Coastal Carolina's quarterback hurt out. Okay, that that kid. What's his name? McCall. This yep. this is the heart and soul of the team. He's their offense, and so Coastal's been waxing people. All year. McCall's out, and um, that's going to impact this team. But Georgia State is not good. It is homecoming in Coastal Carolina. And I think the rest of the Coastal Carolina team and the Coastal Carolina offensive system is such that they are going to continue to be able to move the ball, probably not with the same effect as they had with McCall, for sure. That is an all-conference player uh, that they're losing. But I think this this line is under 10. I got it at 9. Coastal Carolina minus 9. That is not enough points to lay when you have a really good team, not just a really good player, but a really good team going up, in, uh, up against a, a Georgia State team that is really not good. And so give me Coastal Carolina minus 9. Uh, for my maybe my last lock. No, it's not. I'm lo- okay. I, I got one more. I got one. Okay, more. the Chanticleers lock it up. I'm going to go chaos play, and I'm going to tell you something. This line is twenty and a half. I'm going to tell you the team that's favored by twenty and a half. How many times they have won by twenty and a half this year? Game one, no. Game two, no. Game three, they won by twenty one points. That's one. Then they beat Akron. Rutgers and Maryland by more than 20 and a half. None of those teams are good. Not a single one. 
my bad for even trusting Rutgers to even field a somewhat competent against Wisconsin. That's on me. Look, totally on me. I get it. Yep. Uh, in Indiana, Indiana is not a good team. They get, they quit on it. And then, really so those bad. are four games, four games. And then Ohio State, who I'm talking of here, didn't beat Penn State and didn't beat Nebraska by 20 and a half. Now they get the giant killer Purdue. Now, is Purdue facing a heater right now? Absolutely. They are just on this raucous roll. Do you know what continues to travel well and play well in no matter what situation you're in? Not taking down the Giants, being close in games, and playing just sound, fundamental football, and sprinkling a little magic here and there with a three-reverse, everybody out on a screen for a a wide receiver. I I don't know how many offensive linemen they had. It looked like 22 on that one play. People okay. coming in off the sidelines on that play. <laughs> just, just tagging people in like it's Bash Brothers back in the day. Um, Purdue is catching 20 and a half points. And I am I am banking on chaos. So this game is going to be close. Ohio State, not as good as previous Ohio State teams. Purdue is still a good team. So give me Purdue plus 20 and a half. That's too many daggum points. I thought about it. I thought long and hard about it. I, I think... Did John Tweed Sports gave this out on on Monday? He did Tuesday, whatever he that did. was. This was a Tuesday lock. Um, all right, Clint. Sometimes, oh, you just got to go, just demented, just sick. You just sometimes you just got to get into the gutter on these locks, okay? Because <laughs> where the hell are you taking us? <laughs> just people. Just, People drop money down there in that gutter. That's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes you got to get down in the gutter because sometimes there's money down there. Let sometimes me there's a clown ready to cut your <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, this could be that. This could definitely be that, but also could be money. Okay. Um, all right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Alabama is favored by 51 and a half points. It's a lot New, of points. I guess this is New Mexico State. Now, have you have you seen New Mexico State play? Are there five worse teams in the FBS than New Mexico State? The answer is no. The answer is no. There are not five worse teams in the FBS against New Mexico State. So uh, here's the question I'm asking. Should Alabama, not could Alabama beat anyone by 52 points? Because that answer is obviously yes. There's there's a scenario where Alabama could beat somebody by 52 points. My question is, should Alabama be favored by 52, 51 and a half points against anyone? And the answer to that question is no. And so I will be proudly taking New Mexico State plus 51 and a half on Saturday. All I need is six points from them, and there's no way I lose this bet. And listen, act like they can't score six points against Alabama. Famous last words of every better. <laughs> if they act score like six, they I can't lose. Listen, I, this New Mexico State is covering 51 and a half. Alabama is not, is not that good offensively, and they are not that good defensively. They do not have it in them to this cover name this recognition one and a half. spread is what this is. This is just name recognition, which 
I don't hate this bet at all. I know I just gave you crap for it, but I don't hate this bet. Hey, uh, that does it for locks. Um, we'll be back tomorrow talking about excited, nervous, don't sleep on, in which we will break down Tennessee a little bit more detail, talking about what we are most excited about, most nervous about. And finally, don't sleep on this factor of the game. He is Daniel. I'm Clint. This is Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. See you later. See ya.